0: Welcome to Manager Tools. Today, we conclude our conversation on the high c Manager simple downfall. Here we go. So we stop. All right, as hard as it might be for some folks, that is the first step. The next step verbalize the positive first yeah you know um once you've gotten past that
1: being quiet part it actually gets harder Uh, once you've stopped immediately chiming in with corrections improvements questions challenging insights whatever it's time to look for something positive to say okay now look Let's do some examples because I think probably people benefit from examples. Wendy and I talk about this all the time when we're writing casts. Let's give examples that will cause somebody to go, Oh yeah, I say that all the time. They must be talking to me, right? So here's how you used to sound before you stopped doing this at the in the better future we're talking about. It would sound like, okay, great, but have you thought about budget impact? I'm guessing it's not good. Or thanks, but I doubt we can make this happen. Great idea but really unlikely. Or, super, but the real question is, what's the impact after Q4 numbers come in? That's where the problems will be. Or, love the recommendation. Have you considered external sourcing? I don't think it'll work without that. Or, in principle, this is what we want. The problems will be in application. The install base won't like our timeline. Yeah, I love that in principle. It works well. Yeah, in principle. One of my favorite lines. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, just hammer them, just crush them like a grape, right? Or, last one we've got, I agree, if only there weren't the budget issue, we
0: could do this. You got to get the right intonation though, if only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: trying, you know what, I- I'm trying not to make it drip. Because when people say it, their directs hear the drip, but the manager doesn't. Yeah. Right, yeah, so exactly. I'm trying to avoid the drip, but but you're hearing it because you know that's what the direction here. look, uh, well, look, we've been coaching executives for years, folks, and we've learned two things. the first is if if we ask you to go from negative response, and by the way, that's what you just heard that list we just gave you was a bunch of negative responses, a bunch of leg being legs being cut out from underneath your direct responses. When we ask them to go from a negative response, to go from negative to positive, it's nearly impossible in the short term. Executives and managers we know all spectrum of life cannot do it. That's why we try to leap this chasm in two jumps. And the first is just stop in the negative. The second thing we've learned is that many managers we know, and executives too, can't go from negative to positive comments about the content of the idea right away. This is really hard for high C's who immediately can see all the problems with a particular idea. They can't stop seeing the problems with a given idea. And so seeing the positives of the idea are frankly pretty hard. They know there are positives. In fact, their brain intellectually in some deep kernel of the brain knows that they're there to be unleashed. But their brain is filled with all the analysis of all the problems. It's that little smush, the little smudge in the corner of the sheet. It's the one error on page nineteen of the spreadsheet you got. I mean, yeah, there are twenty-seven pages. On page nineteen, you're right, there's an error error, and it was some of the decimals are wrong, but the other twenty-seven pages or twenty-six pages are perfect. You know, let's not count the angels on the head of a pen. So, okay, we just recommend a simple technique here rather than focusing on positive content, in other words, the idea, we recommend focusing on the positive intent of the direct or the positive process step they took in sharing the thought, the idea, the recommendation, or the change, right? You don't have to praise the idea if you don't want to because your brain is full with all the reasons why it won't work. You can, however, Praise the fact that they shared an idea with you or they put an idea out there.
0: Okay. So help me a little bit. How would that sound?
1: You could say, hey, it's coming up with good ideas like this that help us improve. Well done. Or I'm glad you're thinking creatively about this. Look, I can say that while I'm quietly thinking bad idea. Right. Right? (laughs) I'm sure you have. Yeah. We need more ideas on budget and this is a good place to start. This is the kind of approach that I love to see. This is great. We can't get better without looking at things differently.
0: And, and by the way, high seas, great doesn't mean perfect. You just, you didn't say they had a perfect idea. You can right. say it's great without it being perfect. Yeah. And I, I know many disagree with me, by the way, but. You know what? I didn't even catch that when I was writing it.
1: But you're totally right. Oh, I'm a high C. They, C I got say, it. Right? I got yeah. They, it. yeah immediately you see great and you're like, oh, that, they're, they're going to think that's perfect. Yeah, I know. No, great is just great, guys. In fact, pretty much everything high eyes do is great. And yet we know it's not perfect, but we don't care. It's ours. And so whatever. That's all right. That's okay. Y'all work for us someday. <laughs> right. Or last one. I like how you got a solution that we know we can make work. Now, look, notice how with each of those suggestions, you could all easily follow them with specific criticism of the idea. Okay. It's coming up with good ideas that help us improve. Unfortunately, there's a problem here right? I'm glad you're thinking creative about this. This may be too creative, right? Now, look, we're not saying you should do that. Don't get any ideas, <laughs> really? okay? But note, you can say good things about the idea, about the process, about the putting forward, about suggesting, about recommending, about moving the ball forward, about pushing the peanut toward the goal line. You can say all of this without violating your high C code of ethics about always being right? Or not praising an idea for which you can see potential problems, right? Yeah, we know you can see potential problems, but that doesn't mean that the sharing of the idea is a bad thing. The sharing of the idea is a good thing. We ought to recognize the sharing of the idea before we start beating the idea up. And if you think you're not beating the idea up, let's remember you're not the direct. You're not the one you're talking to. What you think of as suggestions for improvement is perceived as not beating the idea up. And please, folks, you know, it just occurred to me, Mike, we've got to say this. Don't think that because you're the manager you can go around telling everybody that's not what i mean that's not what i mean that's not what i mean when i tell you i've got five corrections for you you're supposed to take that as i would never say that unless the idea was really good to begin with you're never going to convince your directs of that folks it's not going to happen yeah good point yeah so don't bother trying to be clever and particularly by the way high c's your interpersonal communications not always really good So don't think you're going to be clever and persuasive, particularly with your I's and S's in terms of convincing them that your way is the right way to communicate and they're dead wrong when they infer the wrong things. Yeah, in fact, I can see a high C manager now saying, uh, I didn't imply that you inferred it and you're mistaken. And the (laughs) high C goes, cha-ching, I win again. There you go. Right? You're laughing. You love it. You're going to I I could just see you using that next operations meeting next week. No, not next week. Um but you know, in, in operations meeting coming up, you're going to say something like, "Mark, I'm sorry, but you're implying something. You're inferring something I didn't imply." Right, I'm going to wait till next week. Uh, tomorrow, I'll use it tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. I got tomorrow.
0: <laughs> I got yeah. a lockdown.
1: Yeah. So so look, by focusing on the sharing of the idea, on the approach, on the process of exchanging ideas rather than idea, uh, rather than on the idea itself, you can actually say something positive. And folks, if you don't say anything positive ever to people pushing forward ideas, suggesting better ways, figuring out new ways to get around a roadblock or a resource constraint or something, if you don't praise those things, if you don't find positive things to say, those things are going to wither and die. The things that get measured are the things that get done, and the things that get measured and rewarded are the things that get done well. If you're not rewarding anything, things are not going to get done well. So look, if you can't find something nice to say about the content of the idea, say something positive about the process of them sharing. Hey, thanks for your idea. I really appreciate when you come to me with these things. Look, I have no problem. Now, maybe somebody would think that I'm duplicitous for saying this. I got no problem looking at an idea and go, well, that won't work, but this guy's 24. He's not, he's not very world-wise, right? He's Less than half my age. And at this point, you know, at nearly age 50 in my life, I think, you know, I've learned some things. And that's why we're doing manager tools, because we've learned some things and we don't want you to learn them as late as we did. But look, this guy's 24 and I can absolutely separate thanking him for his idea and for putting it out there and for making recommendation and putting the thoughts together and putting together a presentation about it and say, great effort, really like the ideas, uh, glad we're moving in this direction, while privately also saying this will never work. And I choose to focus on the positive because I want him to do it again. And I can separate my criticism, which is probably how he'll see it, of his ideas from the praise for the suggestion and the recommendation.
0: Do this and folks will see a big, big change. And they're going to be willing to share more with you, so... Yeah, we don't want you To do it to be nice We want you to do it So you'll get better results Better results means You're people
1: suggesting More things And high C managers If you feel like You're a workaholic You did it to yourself You don't delegate When people come to you With ideas You tell them What's wrong with it They stop bringing your ideas Because it's totally innervating To bring you an idea Because you always Shoot it down You don't think You're shooting it down You actually think Secretly I'm praising this But why would I praise it They don't need praise They just need more work to do Uh, Because work is all About tasks anyway It's not about people It's not about how people feel And so I'm not correcting them. I'm simply suggesting ways to improve. And they walk away and go,
0: man, I don't
1: like giving them ideas. I'm just going to mail it in the next six months.
0: Yeah. And how does that help? Not good. So then what folks do is they, okay, good. So um, that's the kind of approach that I'd love to see. But. Yeah. But. <laughs> but you can just there. feel it.
1: It's just, it's like, you might as well, it, it's like seeing somebody. It's like that. First, you know how when high divers on the springboard on the three meter springboard, when they do that first jump and you see they do a little jump, but the board is timed just right. And they get all that tension, all that potential energy, at, you know, their weights down at the bottom of the board and their bodies are curled up and the board is fully depressed, and they're just going to get flung into the air, right? That's what a complibut feels like to me. Hey, great idea. And in fact, I would argue that just by facial expressions and the intonation of that first word, hey, hey, you know. It's like the hey says, skip this, <laughs> about to jump, <laughs> about to throw you overboard. Here comes the butt, complabat, here we go, right? Yeah, don't give introductory praise and then say "but." We do this because we want to head off the likely way that, that high C managers are going to get off track with this. Whether a given executive goes through the quote, saying nothing at all phase or whether they jump right into saying something positive, this is the mistake they too often make. And it's almost worse than doing nothing at all. What happens is some managers realize, some manager realizes he's always correcting. Maybe this is the cast to do it. And if that's the case, great. We're glad we helped you. At least the, you have the knowledge now. The manager realizes he's always correcting, he's always adding value, quote unquote, but of course, Marshall calls that too much value, but his directs don't like it. He vows to change and he says, I'm going to start being positive. And it sounds like this. I like the timing, but budget is going to kill us. Or insightful idea, really clever, but it just won't work. And here's why I can prove it. Or it's great for now, but Q4 makes this untenable going forward. Or. Good basic idea, but we can't do that without external help. Or, good for new applications, but it's a non-starter for the install base. Or, great, but clearly you didn't consider budget here.
0: Frankly, those don't sound a whole lot different than our first round of adding value that he went through.
1: Yeah, even if you make the first part more effusive... Even if you think you're going to really heap on the praise, you don't overcome the killing effect of everything that comes after the but once you say but, right? I love the way you've thought it through in every way, but budget is going to kill us. This is a really impressive idea, and I'm glad you shared it, but it won't work. Folks, there is no amount of praise before a but that will outweigh the tiniest of corrections and destructions after it. You can't do it. It doesn't work. But we've talked about it before at conferences. But is an acronym that stands for Behold the Underlying Truth. And basically what you're saying is ignore what I just said. That's a bone. I didn't mean it. I say it because I'm told I have to make you feel better before I tell you what you really did wrong. And so listen, feel nice. Let me pat you on the head. And then here, please eat this pile of poop. It's it's just, uh, the butt is, everybody knows it. In fact, there are people who, you, you, you could do videos of meetings, and when somebody says, yeah, hey, great, uh, butt, and you can just see people literally roll their eyes, cross their arms, and say, here we go, right? And there are people who know other people who the moment the first hey comes out of their mouth or well comes out of their mouth, they go, this is a compliment, here it comes. Everybody, you know, load up, here we go,
0: get ready to jump. Yeah, it's funny to everybody except the person receiving it. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> It's not clever life. to try this stuff. You're not fooling anybody. Don't bother. It doesn't work. Good. Okay. So what's the solution to that then? Okay, we said don't do that. What do you do instead? I mean, I. It's hard. Throw me a bone here. Are you suggesting this cast is something like manager tools where we actually give real actions? I mean, I, I just think
1: I, I'd like to end now. I'm
0: just, I'm just, thinking, just like you know, please. just stop it. Stop it. Please, I need help.
1: Yeah, any help, please, sir. Just any help at all. Look. The simplest way we know how to structure your new behavior is to give you a one sentence, some one sentence guidance, right? What we recommend is you praise and then you amplify on that praise and you finish it all in one sentence. And look, we're not saying that you're not going to ever get a chance to talk about the ways to improve the idea. It's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. We can't stop you. (laughs) But we can recommend you not do it all at once. And in the first two minutes that you're talking about the idea, one of the ways to reduce the damage done by corrective comments is to separate them clearly from your supportive or encouraging comments in a grammatical way, right? In other words, make sure the first sentence you say is only positive. Oh, by the way, another way to reduce the damage done by corrective comments is to not say them. Yeah, okay. Here's how you structure the sentence. Provide some general praise. It can either be about a process... And let me just give you some examples. The fact that they had an idea, they shared an idea, they communicated an idea, they recommended a change, they suggested a solution, they defended a process, they prepared a plan, they finished a presentation, they offered a budget fix, are all by themselves worthy of noting, even if the idea or the change or the recommendation or the presentation or the budget uh, or the process or the task isn't the best you've ever heard, or it can be about the idea or the suggestion or the recommendation or the plan or the presentation in terms of its details. If you have something that you want to share that's a positive about the content of the idea, fine. If you if you can see both the positive and negatives and you can pull out a positive early on, do so. But but that's just the first part of the sentence. Once you've done that, to cement that you mean it, and that it's not just and to, to make it clear that this is not just the first half of the sentence that's the dreaded complibut. Continue with some application that is yet more specific than the original praise. Now, hopefully you've seen with our examples, we've essentially been, we've been changing our examples, but they've all been the same based on actually experiences you and I have had with clients. So here are some examples. I like the timing because this way we're ahead of the curve. Or this is a very insightful way of approaching it. This way, there's no other department mucking things up. Or, this works right away, giving us an early win and more traction for changes later. Or, this is exactly on point to the problem, and it's going to speed things up for us too. Or, new customers will love this, and that means more incremental revenue, always a good thing. Now, the key here, folks, is one sentence, maybe two, but we think it's easier to one sentence with a comma, with nothing but positives, having that general introduction as a positive followed by a detailed finish is easy to remember. And it's going to sound natural to the person. It may not sound natural to you, but we're remember communication is what the listener does. That's Peter Drucker. It's not Mike Ozan. It's not Mark Worshman. We're not that smart. Okay. But now after 50 years of life, we know it true. We know it's true. You're communicating so your direct can hear you. Don't tell them what you want them to know if they can't hear it because they're afraid of you because you've got a big fat sign on your forehead that says, watch out, I'm your boss, I could fire you. Oh, and by the way, you do, in case you had forgotten that part of that cast years ago. Yeah. One sentence, general praise followed by specific amplifying the general.
0: I don't think there's been a conference that's gone by where you haven't said that one of your favorite phrases in the entire world is yes, please, thank you. And so, so our next point of end with thank you is, um, is an appropriate one, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the first time I said it and realized how melodic it
1: sounded, how it was like music, I was actually, if, you know, I was on a plane and it was morning and I was tired and, and they said, more coffee, sir. And I looked and I was like, oh, somebody's bringing me coffee. I said, yes, please, thank you. And I thought, you know, what could be wrong about a phrase that includes the word yes Everybody wants to hear that. The word please, nothing wrong with being nice. And then thank you, which is why not appreciate other people for a change. Yes, please, thank you is, is, is just a joyful phrase to me, right? And when it comes to changing your direct impressions of your openness to their ideas, and high C's, they don't think you're open to their ideas. They don't, okay? When it comes to changing their impressions, their their impressions of your openness and your willingness to see the value in their ideas, saying thank you is a total no-brainer, and it also provides a totally natural ending to this different behavior we're suggesting as you change and move from being a, being a high C who has a simple failing into somebody who really knows how to communicate to get the most from your directs.
0: Yeah, the nat- natural ending, I think that uh, could be understated because – I think as as a recovering high C, having gone through a multi-step program, <laughs> saying thank you at the end, it is really hard after saying thank you to all of a sudden now start talking about negatives. So it's oh. almost like the punctuation mark. It just it just completes the the, the statement. You're you right. can't go on and say something negative at that point. And frankly, when we're working on modifying our behavior, sometimes we need something just to stop us from going yeah. that adding that extra sentence in there. You know, it sounded right to me, but I didn't have those
1: words. And you're right. It it totally does. It's, it's a, it's a form. It's a sentence that's punctuation to the paragraph almost, right? Saying thank you all by itself. So, so let's give some examples, right? We'll, we'll continue our, our theme here. I like the timing because this way we're ahead of the curve. Thanks for doing this. Or this is a very insightful way of approaching it. This way there's no other departments mucking, no other departments mucking things up. Thanks for thinking of it this way. Or, this works right away, giving us an early win and more traction for changes later. Thanks for your efforts here. Well done. Or, this is exactly on point to the problem, and it's going to speed things up as well. Thanks for the help. Or, new customers will love this, and that means more incremental revenue. Always a good thing. Thanks for seeing it from the, company, from the customer's perspective. Okay, now, so that so we've taken you through examples that started out in the wrong place and then moved you through in a series of behavioral steps to the right place, okay? But Mike and I have talked about this, and we want to share a final note with you. Mike, jump in here, right? This is going to be harder for you high Cs than you think.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? I mean, some of you are sitting there right now, and you're saying, yeah, but what about those problems I see?" What about the gaps? What about the areas we can improve upon? Can I really afford not to improve upon this, right? Can I afford to let those ideas go?
0: It reminds me that we have a, um, and if you haven't been to the conference yet, just tune us out here for a second because I don't want to ruin things. But we in the conference, we have a feedback scenario where, the and the objective, we tell people, you got to give positive feedback to your direct in this scenario. And there is something negative in that scenario and something positive in that scenario. And I swear... Folks who won't believe me. There are people who come to the conference who cannot see the positive. They will read the scenario four times and say there is no positive. So no, read it again. Read it again. So I, I just okay. Let me read it again. There is nothing positive in here, and it's just amazing what yeah how difficult it is for some people to see the positive. Yeah, this this is hard. This is hard. Yeah,
1: a number of years ago, this was. A big thing in the psychological world, it was called psychological scotomas, right? You just have a blind spot. You can't, you spend so much time honing your ability to find the problems that the problems become beacons. They're like shining lights. You just see them and they blind you to everything else. And unfortunately, what that means is every human being is nothing but a passel of problems to the really, really highly trained, really, really incisive and brilliant, analytically genius high C manager, unfortunately. And please don't get me wrong, high Cs, the I's and S's and D's of the world, they got their problems too.
0: And we'll be talking about those.
1: Rest assured. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Michael have his, his two cents worth on me. Look, the answer to all those questions about can I really afford not to improve are best summed up by either you can talk about them later in in another conversation, or maybe it's just fine as it is anyway. And obviously, you can afford it because you've been doing it in your company the way you've been doing it for a while and it hasn't burned down the house. Okay? Can you make suggestions for improvement? Yes, you can. We recommend that if you must, you do so in a separate conversation at a different time. But and look, that's for a different cast. But I also want to caution you on something. If you think you must, you're wrong. You must breathe. Your heart must beat. But frankly, in terms of must, that compulsion that you feel, it is simply a foible. It is a brilliant strategy for improving things taken to an illogical or ineffective conclusion. It is a strength that has been turned into weakness by overusing it. It is the person who keeps selling after the the customer already said yes. It's the high D who says we need to go further when in fact they've already achieved the goal. It's the high S who wants everybody to be happy, so much so that everybody says they're happy with a new idea, and the S says, no, you can't be, it's a change, and that can't be right, okay? It is wrong, fundamentally, cosmically wrong, to say that you must. The fact that you're compelled just means that you're addicted to a pattern of behavior, just like we all are in our own ways. You're addicted to a pattern of behavior, and the addiction to the pattern is what makes you wrong. We love your insight. We love the fact that you can see these things so clearly. We just don't want you to act on it quite as quickly or at all because things will turn out okay. And look, in addition to saying you can point out the errors, although you don't have to, you must not. I actually wrote this first as you must not. In other words, you don't have to must do it, right? But remember, you can just praise people and say thanks right? Jack Welch, one of the greatest managers of all time. I mean, argue, argue with me if you like, but I'll win. Jack Welch is a high D, high I. His and my personalities are very similar. I don't correct ideas that people bring me. Now, I'm not as smart as Mike. You know, Anybody who will be around us will tell you, I, I'm not as smart as Mike. But he and I are different and we have both succeeded. He's probably had a better executive career than I have. But look, there's a high D, I at senior levels in your organization. There's S's and there's D's. It's not high, high C's at the top of your organization. There's it's not all high C's. So apparently other techniques work. And if you learned all the techniques and had them all in your basket, you'd be a lot better off. So you can just praise and say thanks. It will work, though sometimes it might be a little bit messy. There's no must about you adding value. Your burning desire to do so is yours and only yours. If a high I were in your role, he'd left the idea. He'd let the idea stand and clean things up later. And there are all kinds of high eyes, as I just mentioned, in roles higher than you. Your way only appears right and correct because it is your way. Try it a different way. See whether things really do collapse, and they won't if you don't point out the flaws. For now, though, just stop. Look, just wrap up here. I'm getting on my high horse. I'm sorry. But this is one of those things that Mike and I talk about. Man, if we knew this when we were 24.
0: I just hope people listen to it. I, I can come across as lecturing. I, I Yeah, didn't I'm take sorry. It that way yeah. For, I didn't take it that way, frankly. And, and like you said, I, I wish somebody had explained this to me when I was 23 years old. I, I just yeah. look back and go,
1: oh, my God. Well, in fact, they did. The story you tell at the conference, right, about your boss saying, great review. And now let me tell you what I really think. You're a high C, you need to include other behaviors in your repertoire, right?
0: Yeah, we don't have time to go in the story here. Yeah, but, yeah. But but what this manager did for me is explain what is in this cast. And she yeah. did it in a much less eloquent way. She hit me over the head with the two-by-four. But it worked. And, but it worked. <laughs> and you don't need that. If you're a high C and you suffer from this, you don't need that. Just just listen to this cast a couple of times and and try it. And the great thing about high Cs, we'll pay one compliment to high Cs. We critiqued them enough. We'll just give one compliment. Once you figure this out, you're God at it. That's the great yeah. thing about high C. Once you get it, you get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then you own it. And then you're mas- you master it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I have another compliment for high C's. My partner's a high C. And if my partner tells you tomorrow's Christmas, you can get your stocking ready. That's my compliment. You're a kind man. Look, folks, as a manager, communication is harder than ever before. Even though your directs have to listen... The gap between us as managers and our directs is large enough to distort even the simplest of our messages. We have to work harder to get our points across. We have to work harder to get it in a language they can understand, not talking down to them, just communicating differently. Okay. It's often true for all of us managers that our unthought about, offhand, casual comments based most certainly in our natural tendencies do far more damage than we probably realize. If you're a high C manager, that means shutting down ideas by always trying to improve upon them. Stop. Focus on the idea being offered, the fact that it's being offered at all when you communicate, rather than on its inherent lack of perfection, because every idea you'll ever hear till the end of time will always inherently lack perfection. If you're going to judge an idea, do so privately And it won't hurt you to say thanks in the beginning and leave off the critique for a little while later. And that means just a reminder, stop giving voice only to corrections and improvements. There are good things out there. Verbalize those positives first. Don't give us a compliment. Try to do it in one sentence, a little bit of praise and then some amplification on that praise. And then in with thank you, because as Mike says, it makes it easier to simply stop and you don't feel as as motivated to jump into the next idea.
0: And that's it. Wonderful cast. Thank you. Thanks, partner. (laughs) Bye. If you're interested in learning the very basics of effective management, join us for the Effective Manager Conference in Washington, D.C. on January 13th, 2010. Love to see you there. And if you want even more, on our January 14th, we're conducting the Effective Communications Conference in Washington, D.C. So for details, check it out on the website, www.managertools.com. All right, folks, we'll see you next week. So long.